Welcome to the Smart Weight Loss Coaching Podcast. I'm Dr. Lisa Olson, a board-certified weight loss medicine specialist and certified life coach. In this podcast, I'll share fresh insights and effective techniques for incorporating mindset, habit change, and proven science into your life. Are you ready to achieve sustainable weight loss, wellness, and longevity? Then let's jump in and lose weight the smart way. Today's episode is How Can Cranky Coupons Help With Weight Loss? When I was a kid, my parents took us to Colorado on a ski vacation. We must have been complaining a lot because my parents instituted a system on day one called Moan and Groan. (laughs) Don't worry, this is G-rated. This was especially relevant for us because as new skiers, we were using muscles we had never used before, and our bodies were tired and sore after falling repeatedly on the chilly slopes. We were ready to let it rip with the nonstop complaining and whining about the weather, our gear, our bodies, and the fact that we had to get up early. Here's how the system worked. Each morning, we all sat on the hotel bed and took turns complaining about something anything at all. We went around in a circle and got to complain and complain and complain to our heart's content. After each complaint, my parents would make sympathetic sounds or comments to make sure that we felt understood. I'm completely sure it was fake sympathy now that I think about it, but at the time, we felt so heard. By the end of the moan and groan session, we had complained about the big aches, the minor aches, and every little thing we could think of, from the slow-moving lines in the cafeteria to the awkwardness of using the bathroom when we had all of our ski gear on. We got really silly, and we laughed so hard that all of our negativity evaporated, and we were ready to hit the slopes again. Here's the thing. After we had exhausted all of our complaints, we felt so much better. There was something about getting it off our chest that really helped. And then we were able to table our bad attitudes until the next morning session of moan and groan. It was kind of brilliant. We looked forward to our complaining sessions each morning. But if we started to complain at an unapproved time, someone would invariably call us out. Hey, save that for moan and groan. This isn't your time. With my own kids, we created a similar concept called cranky coupons. The kids started every vacation with a number of printed cranky coupons that looked something like homemade Monopoly money. They could spend their cranky coupons to complain as needed, turning one in anytime they wanted to complain. But once they used up their cranky coupons, that was it. Same concept. What I really love about Moan and Groan and the Cranky Coupons is that these vehicles for lamenting our problems allow and then contain the negativity. When we had an official time to complain, accompanied by a limit on the complaining, we prevented the discontent from oozing all over our vacations. So what does this have to do with weight? You knew I'd bring it back eventually, right? When we're overloaded and stressed out, it's sometimes hard to get out of negativity. And that negativity makes it hard to feel motivated to make healthy choices. Sometimes we don't even hear ourselves when we're living in a state of perpetual moan and groan. 
but on some level, our brains pick up on the negativity and respond in kind. Let's look at an example. I have a client who's legitimately under a lot of stress from multiple angles. She has a lot going on, both at home and at work. Her extended family has some challenges, and she feels she's drowning in her to-do list. Her coworkers are dumping extra work on her, and her kids are struggling. That woman has some serious complaints worthy of some cranky coupons. We can all agree. How do you think this impacts her weight? It's true that chronic stress can impact our cortisol and insulin, and that these hormonal changes can impact weight. And in addition to that, her brain is swimming in a constant session of moan and groan. There's no break from the negativity. It's not that she's responding to her stress incorrectly. She's human and managing it like so many of us do. By swimming in it, it feels out of her control. The negativity is free-flowing all day and all night, week after week, month after month. She's ruminating in it and spinning her wheels. What do you think that's doing to her? It's not helping with her weight. That's what it's doing. In fact, it's blocking her desire to lose weight. She just doesn't have the bandwidth. It's not that she's wrong to complain, by the way. We need to feel our feelings. But the incessant complaining leaves her brain feeling worse, feeling depleted. And when she feels depleted, what does she feel like doing? Let's just say she wasn't grilling salmon and asparagus after spinning in frustration all day long. Let's dig a little deeper. Here are some of the thoughts she's thinking throughout the day. It's so hard. I can't handle this. He's a jerk. She's awful. It all falls on me. My colleagues never do their share. My kids never do their share. My husband, my parents, my neighbor, and my cat all expect me to take care of everything and everyone. It's not fair. It's just too much. The first thing we have to ask ourselves is if it's time for a therapist or a physician to get involved. Might this be depression? If so, let's make professional help the immediate priority. But if you catch yourself always focused on the negative, sometimes you simply need to start by raising your awareness of that negative playlist in your brain. Let's look more closely at what's going on up there by doing a brain dump, which life coach Brooke Castillo calls a thought download. It's a grown-up version of moan and groan that you can do for yourself to flush some of that negativity out. When we write these thoughts down and get them out of our brain and onto paper or a Google Doc, suddenly we can crawl out from under that heavy load. And when we're ready, we may decide to fold up that piece of paper and set it aside for a little while. That setting aside is what provides a feeling of relief and respite from the pain. So often it's our thoughts that create our pain. They create and amplify our suffering even more than the situation that first got us upset. Two people can work with the same equally challenging colleague, but only one of them may feel overwhelmed by the relationship. This is almost entirely due to our thoughts. Thoughts like, he's just too much. He never appreciates me. He doesn't pull his load. And no matter how much I do, he always points out the things I miss. These thoughts bring us down. Your coworker might be thinking different thoughts that don't create the same feelings of frustration. Maybe she's thinking, 
I can see he's under a lot of pressure himself. I know it's not personal when he asks us to take on more than we can possibly do in a day. He's feeling overwhelmed too. Or perhaps she's thinking, thank goodness I only have to interact with this guy for eight hours a day. At least I get a break from him on the weekends. Or maybe I feel sorry for him. He's always freaking out about something and doesn't know how to take responsibility to fix his own mess. These thoughts probably make it easier to show up and get through the day without much thought drama. They might create a little compassion for the challenging coworker. But before we even consider the value of purposefully choosing new thoughts, we may simply want to get our current negative thoughts out on paper, do a brain dump, and then we can offer ourselves a pause, a little break from the negativity. You're invited back for tomorrow's session of Moan and Groan, or we'll give you some more cranky coupons tomorrow. But for right now, you've dumped those thoughts out on paper and you're inviting your brain to take a break. That feels better, right? When you do that, you may just find that things feel peaceful for a while. I'm all for sitting with uncomfortable emotions and for processing our big feelings. And not every situation can be fixed by turning in a cranky coupon and complaining or reframing your thoughts. We can't always redirect ourselves when we're in emotional pain. But raising awareness of that playlist looping through your head by putting those thoughts on paper can be incredibly helpful. It's just one way to help yourself if you're caught up in a nonstop session of moan and groan. Getting it out on paper or in structured worry time can be a useful system to reset your negative balance and get you some crank-free hours during your day. Again, why are we talking about coworkers and spiraling negativity on a weight loss podcast? Because stress impacts our weight. It's one of the four pillars of weight loss. We have to balance our nutrition, our movement, our sleep, and our stress. When that stress becomes consuming, it's time to corral it into a system that allows you time to reflect, to process it, and to feel it, but then to wrap up today's moan and groan session and move on. I've got five quick tips for your NBA, your next best action for today. Tip number one, get curious and notice how much of your day is spent in negativity. Write down in your weight management journal how you'd like to feel 80% of the time. Feeling grateful and joyful throughout the day might seem a little extreme, but peaceful, calm, and motivated? That sounds doable. Tip number two, schedule your own moan and groan sessions. The first one will be a brain dump on paper, so you'll need a solid 15, maybe 30 minutes to get that all out. Take more time if you need it. Release all of that boiling negativity. Let it sit there on paper or on your screen and then put it away. You can come back tomorrow. Tip number three. If you're someone who defaults into negativity, it might help to schedule a moan and groan session every day. Just get it out. Put pen to paper and worry, complain, or ruminate for 15 minutes. That's not unreasonable. We all have stress and we can't sweep it under the rug without allowing ourselves to feel it. But then after you process it, box it up, and move on until tomorrow's session. Tip number four, curate the thoughts you'd like to choose when you catch that negativity bubbling up later in the day. It's normal that the negative thoughts return, 
Just imagine setting your thought download on a flotation device and sending it down the river for now. You'll get it back tomorrow for your next moan and groan session. Tip number five. If you're trying to reduce the sense of everything feeling negative, surround yourself with people who lift you up. Or maybe show up to lift someone else who's having a hard time. Maybe you can make them laugh by inviting your stressed out friend to an official moan and groan session. I'd like to dedicate this episode to my parents for turning my complaints into laughter on so many occasions. Thanks so much for listening. If you'd like more support during your smart weight loss journey, check out our group coaching program at smartweightlosscoaching.com. Until next time, stay well and stay smart.